Hey, Seattle hockey fans, happy game day. It is your Tuesday edition of Locked on Kraken. We're going to talk about tonight's game against the LA Kings. We know Martin Jones is starting. We have an update on Morgan Geeky, and we'll also talk about a really fantastic part two to Team Gord that aired on Seattle Kraken's YouTube page. That's coming up on this game day episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hola mi gente. Happy Tuesday. Happy game day. Welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken. I'm your host, Erica L. Ayala. I'm super excited for tonight's game. We're going to do a watch party tonight. Let's get started in the second period, though. I'll tell you why. But we have some updates. Um, I did record a, a version of this episode earlier, but I, I first of all, let me apologize. If anyone was watching on YouTube, we've been having some funky, funky video issues but we have a new server, so hopefully we're going to get crispy video the way I see it, that you'll get to see that crispy video as well. So that's why we're a little bit delayed today. Apologies for yesterday's quality, but hopefully this will work out all the kinks. But by way of getting to record this podcast for a second time, that means that, yes, we do have updates. I have my notes from Dave Haxtell. We also heard from Carson Coleman at Morning Skate. The big news for Morning Skate, no Morgan Geeky. We saw that Piper Shaw was reporting no Geeky. We talked about it on yesterday's podcast, but Morgan Geeky Friendly Fire wasn't looking, hit Adam Larson head on uh, and is out. Dave Haxtell said Morgan Geeky is day-to-day with an upper body injury. So, all of that pontificating that I did yesterday on could this be an opportunity if Geeky is out long term for Shane Wright to slide up to the National Hockey League? We're not there yet. So we'll see if it is something that transpires. So Carson Coleman is in the lineup. He talked today um, before the game at Morning Skate about essentially just making sure that you're ready. That's a big thing that um, you got to be able to do at this level. And he was asked a few times in a few different ways, like when did he know he was going to be in the starting or on the roster? And um, he said, you know, it's a game time thing, but he comes to the rink every day looking, you know, to just go to work. And then if his name is on the board, as he said, then you go from there. So I thought that was a, obviously a healthy way of approaching it. Carson Coleman was also asked and responded to being able to see things that are happening on the ice, pick up things that you can then bring to your game that you want to refine, um, being able to clean up things and see uh, maybe even mistakes that are being made and have that bird's eye view, so to speak, so that you can perhaps bring some things into your repertoire to either re replicate what's going well 
or eliminate what you don't want. So great conversation from Carson Coleman. He will slot in with Sprung and Donato. So who's playing center? That will be Ryan Donato. So we heard from Dave Haxtell. He has had Ryan Donato in that centerman position. He is likely to take a little, a few face-offs. He, he will take a few shifts is what he said. But that being said, Dave Haxtell was non-committal regarding other changes. He alluded to that there might be other changes here and there, but he did not. He kept everything pretty close to, to the vest. So it will be game time that we are likely to see if the lines change in any other way. But as of right now, we are we can only assume that Coleman slides up into the fourth line and Ryan Donato slides over. That's what we can expect for right now, but big caveat here because the lines might actually look different by the time the Seattle Kraken hit the ice. Speaking of hitting the ice, we have a game, and I'm super excited. We have a game against the Los Angeles Kings. Now, let's talk about what the schedule has been like for this Seattle Kraken squad. They have played... They're on a five-game win streak, first and foremost. And four of the, their last five wins have come from Pacific Division opponents. That's massive. That's massive. Also, like, <laughs> apologies for those who listen every day because you probably kept hearing me say, I want us to get 12. I want us to get 12 before the end of November, as in 12 points. You're probably like, her math is terrible. Well, yes, my math is, generally speaking, terrible. And I was using the new calculations that we have on women's hockey for whatever reason, don't completely understand it, but the league that I call games for, we switched up the format to where you get three points for a win in regulation. So that's where I was getting those calculations. Needless to say, we couldn't get 12 points. The Seattle Kraken couldn't get 12 points with the games that we had in hand, regardless I just want to clear that up. Um, I'm surprised no one commented on that, um, but I'm sure some of you were thinking it. So thanks for being kind. But also, if I make a mistake and I identify it, I, I do my best to correct it. So, yeah, I was like, oh, gosh, I've been saying the wrong thing. Anyway, five-game win streak. This is our second five-game win streak in 12 games. Amazing. This team is starting to feel like the real deal, but you don't have to take my word for it. Allison Lucan has a fantastic story up, Analytics with Allison, and here is your title, Analytics with Allison, colon, quarter season checkup. That's right. We are at the quarter mark of the season. Wow. It just flew by, whereas last year it was like pain, this year is exciting. And are we, is it okay to be excited? We're only a quarter way through. Is it okay to be excited? Well, let me give you this number and data little nugget that Allison has in her piece. It's not just that the Kraken, 13, 5, and 3, currently sit in second in the Pacific Division and sixth overall in the NHL. Nor is it just that during the salary cap era over 82-game seasons, 
76.34% of teams holding a playoff position at Thanksgiving made it into the postseason. So I like how she put that little nugget in there. She's like, it's not only that we're second in the in the division, which actually I think there were games. When did she write this? She wrote this yesterday, and then there were games yesterday. So I think this is a little bit different. Anyway, not only are we top three, um, well, I guess, no, we are still second in the Pacific Division. Anyway, we'll get to that. Um, not only are we top three in the division, not only are we sixth overall, and that's the one. So I think we're at seven right now in the NHL. It's the overall league standing that has changed because of yesterday's games. But so she puts that little nugget in there. Not is it just that during the salary cap era, 76.34% of teams that were in the playoff race at Thanksgiving make the postseason. I love that little nugget, but she says it's also, and perhaps more importantly, that the results the team is getting are well earned. Are well earned. So it's not only that we're in this position, it's not only that statistically speaking, being in this position at this point in the season bodes well, over 75% chance that we'll make the playoffs, but it's that it's not luck. We are earning these wins. I love that. I love that, Allison Lucan. And again, just to clean up the standings, so Allison wrote that yesterday. As of right now, we sit in seventh overall in the league, we are at a 690 uh, win percentage. Um, we have a plus 15, a plus 15 goal differential. I love that for us. Okay. And yes, we are second overall in the division. We are right behind those Las Vegas Golden Knights. They have a 729 uh, win percentage they're at a plus 20 goal differential but right on our heels we're 13 5 and 3 on our heels at 12 9 and 3 with a 563 win percentage a minus four goal differential is none other than the los angeles kings and we are in their barn crypto what is it crypto.com cryptocurrency something i don't know we're in their barn i should it's obviously in the show notes anyway um I'm being a little facetious because it used to be Staples Center. Anyway, um, we're in their barn tonight. We are trending up. They have been a solid team, but we're catching them at, at a good time. And I like this for us. And we're going to talk more about Allison's analytics. We're going to talk about who's going to be starting in net. That's all coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken. Today's episode of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball, and of course, the MNHL, and of course, soccer. Oh, soccer i don't have my uh my world cup stuff with me uh fox sports sent me a whole thing um but the men's national team is headed to the knockout stages that's exciting we've got some folks with seattle roots on that world cup team so we'll keep an eye on that now that we're in the knockout stage um anyway 
If you love sports podcasts, you can find those on Bet Online as well. So head to the website today using your laptop, your tablet, your mobile device, whatever you got. And remember, Bet Online is where the game starts. Thank you as always for listening to Locked on Kraken. I'm your host, Erica L. Ayala. It's a game day. I'm wearing my blue jersey. We're ready to go. I'm excited. I'm fired up for this game. Let's go over some more analytics with Allison. Now she's talking about the offense and that we've been getting really equitable, uh, I guess, uh, an equitable weight of offensive power, of offensive responsibility throughout the lineup. Who are some leading the charge? Well, let's start with the one that we won't see tonight, and that's Morgan Geeky. Morgan Geeky is second overall in um, minutes and expected goals per 60 minutes per Allison Lucan. And he's actually making the most of the, the time that he's on the ice, Allison says. He leads all NHL skaters, all NHL skaters, um, in points per 60 of play with 3.79 points per 60 minutes of play. But the person who leads right now in creating shot quality is Ryan Donato. And so Ryan Donato averages 1.1 expected goals per 60 minutes of play. Uh, and Allison cites evolving hockey. So the only so Morgan Geeky is right there. He's just below Ryan Donato on the shot quality and expected goals per 60. But Morgan Geeky is leading all NHL skaters in points per 60 minutes of play. So that's one is expected, Ryan Donato. The other is actual what you did. That's Morgan Geeky. Another player to watch, Maddie Beneers. He has five goals and nine assists at even strength play. He has... He's coming off three multi-point games in his last four contests. And this is the third and his third, excuse me, in even strength points per 60, which leads all NHL rookies this season. I can't say enough about this kid, Maddie Beneers. And in the notes that the Seattle Kraken PR team sent over, he is a player to watch. We'll get to that in a little bit. This is a really exciting team this year. And that's what Allison is getting at. And she also gives the Davy Jones hat winner stats. So we have had a handful. We've had three, six, nine, 12 different Davy Jones hat winners. And 12 different guys have gotten the hat. So this year they switched it up. It's not just the best player who had the most goals, who had the best game score or whatever. The guys are focused on giving it to someone who was grinding it out, who played the Kraken style of hockey that they want, and that without that style, we don't get the win. So we have the 12 players, Joey Decord, Vince Dunn, Morgan Geeky, Yanni Gord, Philip Grubauer, Martin Jones, Adam Larson, Amy Oleksiak, Justin Schultz, excuse me, Brandon Tanev, Alex Wenberg, and the last guy to get it, Spongy, that's right, Daniel Sprung who's been fantastic. Another thing that Allison talks about is defense. Now, again, I still don't think individual defenders are our strong suit, and it's something that we're going to hit a trade deadline, I guess, in March. And 
we'll have an off season. I'm very curious to see what we do defensively, but this is what Allison Lucan is saying through 21 games played. The Kraken are allowing the fifth lowest amount of shot quality against um, that's 2.29 expected goals per 60 on five on five play. In addition, we are seeing that the shot volume and the shot quality against is down from last season. And that ultimately means, as Allison says, that the Kraken are reducing opponents' offenses at a rate of 13% better than the league average. Defense is for nerds. Defense is for winners. And focusing on a rounded-out defensive game is what is helping the Seattle Kraken be successful this season. Now, sure, the way they're packaging that is that we're going to be a checking team. We're on the four check we're aggressive on the forecheck. That is defense, people. I don't know what to tell you. That's defense. It's not the traditional side of defense where, again, I still think the Seattle Kraken need to clean up. We're a little bit slow on our feet in our defensive zone and when we're um, fielding an attack. But what we're seeing is by being aggressive in all three zones when we don't have the puck and seeking the puck, as opposed to absorbing whatever the other team wants to do with the puck, we're really good at five on five defense and some players to shout out here on the defensive side. Let's start with a deep pairing of Carson Susie and a will Borgen Carson stay out of the box, baby, because when you're on the ice with will, you're doing a great thing. No other Kraken defensive pair limits offense like Morgan or Morgan like Will Borgen and Carson Susie in the 198.6 minutes they've played together. They've allowed just 2.02 expected goals per 60. That's not bad. That's not bad. Um, Allison also goes into playing shorthanded with the extra skater, all of that stuff. She also talks about goaltending. Now here's something. Jones has the second most quality starts of all NHL goaltenders this season. That would be 10 plus one shutout. He's averaging 0.15 more goals saved than expected. So again, we're getting more from Martin Jones. Dave Haxtell was asked about this. Um, Martin Jones could match his overall tally of wins from last season today. So he's played 17 games. He started 16 games. He's won 11 games, lost four. Last year, if we look at his career logs, last year with Philadelphia, he had 12 wins in 35 games played and 33 starts. He already is at 11 wins in 16 starts. I like it. I like it. I like this for him. I like this for us. Martin Jones will get the start tonight. So he will play against uh, a team that he's familiar with cut his teeth in the league with the LA Kings. He played with them in the 2013-14 and 14-15 seasons. Then he played from 2015 through the 2020-21 season in San Jose before last year was with the Philadelphia Flyers. So we're looking good. 
We are looking good, and I like it. I like this for us. I like this for the guys. I like this for what it means as far as the Seattle Kraken being the real deal. Yeah, the novelty has not worn off. I know I keep referring to this, and I do like Jeff Baker. I did not like that take, but I like Jeff. We've talked about Jeff Baker. He's been on our Goodreads segment before. The novelty hasn't worn off. And you know what? If anything, people are more enthralled with Seattle, I would argue. And no, it's not just because of Bowie, although, you know, I think we got some converts that way. Uh, Jokes aside, it's because we're showing that last year was difficult, but it wasn't without purpose. The purpose in my mind of last season was for us to figure out who we were going to be in challenging times as a fan base, as a front office, and as a team. And we did that. And so the things that we're overcoming this year happened because of how we handled last season. Does that make sense? Does that, am I making, I hope I'm making sense because last season was difficult. It was tough. Uh, You know, you come on here. I'm just a podcast host. I'm not, I'm not in the locker room. I'm not playing these games. I'm not losing heartbreaking games by one goal. That was them. They were doing that. And it was tough enough for us as a fan base. I can only imagine what it was like. But they went through that with class. Now, I'm not saying that things didn't get heated, but you never heard. There was never leaked anything about guys getting in each other's face. You know, there's been times in sports, in all men's sports, where you see guys Take out frustration. Things bubble over. I should. I said men's. I was being a little bit. I was being a little extra because we saw this with the Phoenix Mercury in the WNBA last season. You see it in sports where things aren't going well. Sometimes they are going well, but things aren't right in the locker room, and you get a taste of that. If uh, you know, practice footage is leaked, you get a taste of that while the broadcast is zooming in on the bench, and you see, you know two people mixing it up. You know, Bryce Harper notoriously got choked out by his teammate. You see this. I don't remember ever hearing anything like that with the Seattle Kraken. And that was a tough season. So I like this. And Allison said it. It's not just that we're winning and that we're in, um, you know, we're, we're top of the table, top 10 in the league, top two in the division and in the conference were three overall, I believe in the Western conference. It's that, and it's not just that we're in position statistically speaking, uh, if the trend follows to make the playoffs because teams that are in position at Thanksgiving at a 76% clip, make the playoffs that same season. It's not just that it's that we're earning these wins. We are earning them. It's not bad puck luck on the other side. It's not good puck luck on us. I mean, luck and just the randomness of sport, of course, that plays a role. But we're winning these games with skill. Coming up next on Locked on Kraken, let's take a look at um, some of the players to watch for in this game and what some of those skillful players are doing and, and what we hope to see against the LA Kings. 
Thank you, as always, for listening to Locked on Kraken and making us a part of your daily routine. Again, probably not your first listen of the day today. We had some technical issues. I'm really sorry about yesterday's episode. This one should be better. We should be on track here. But anyway, um, you know, let's talk about some players that are really getting it done for us. So some players that are getting it done for us we talked about Maddie Beneers. I just want to put a little bit of a pin in this. This is a note that we got from the Seattle Kraken PR team. Maddie Beneers has nine points, two goals, seven assists in his last four games during um, November, dating back to November 19th. According to NHL stats, this is the first time a rookie has had nine points over a four-game span since Elias Pettersson had 10 points, three goals, seven assists, in four games from December 6th through December 13th, and that was in 2018. A point tomorrow would extend Beneer's point streak to five games, matching his career high that he achieved on two previous occasions. So we're looking for a Maddie Beneer's streak. We're looking for a new Seattle Kraken win streak. So if we win tonight, we would get five consecutive wins over Pacific Division opponents, and we would get six wins overall. We've already gotten our career best, franchise best, I guess is how you would say that, our franchise best five-game win streak. We're on that right now. We got that again uh, earlier this year. So we've had two five-game win streaks in our last 12 games. So, okay, we're not, you know, rolling kind of consecutive like the New Jersey Devils, but we're still getting wins in there, which I love for us. I absolutely love that for us. So we're not going to get to see Morgan Geeky, but you heard how Allison was saying that he's contributing. We will see Maddie Beneers as far as we know. Uh, we will be able to see uh, Ryan Donato, and he might be playing in a new role. I told you that there was some time that he spent at center. Bob Condor, who's, of course, the team reporter, asked Dave Haxtell, if that's where he is expected to say, again, a little bit later in the media availability, Dave Haxel was a little bit, um, he was kind of non-committal about what the lineup would look like. So we're going to have to keep an eye on that. As of re-recording this podcast, we don't have projected lines, but we will get those. Anyway, um, later tonight, we are going to have a watch party, a Seattle Kraken watch party. Now, I usually come in about 15 minutes before the puck drop. For this one, let's chime in at the second intermission. I have an event tonight uh, here in Tulsa. My business is down here, and there's just a, a one-year anniversary kind of celebration. And so I, I do need to do some networking there. So I'll, I don't want you to, to hop on in the first period because I might be running a little late. So let's pick it up at the second intermission uh, or I guess coming out of the second intermission, coming out of the first intermission into the second period. There we go. Coming out of the first intermission into the second period on playback. Amazing opportunity to have a watch party. And I'm expecting based on what we've seen from the Seattle Kraken that we're going to get an early start. So hopefully we'll have a few goals in hand by the time I pop up on playback. Also, though, sometimes we our play diminishes in the second period. I talked about this on yesterday's episode. We talked about it on Sunday's playback. We've been earning wins. And the next step that I want to see in our evolution 
is to now be able to control the game for the majority of the game. We had about, I'd say about 15, maybe 20 minutes. So let's just say one period cumulatively where we lost sight of things. The Anaheim Ducks have 10, 10 power play goals. Five of those power play goals, we gave them. They have a terrible power play. And we are, we are giving up power play goals to a team that's struggling on the power play. We can't do that. Those are lapses. Those are in uh, untimely, excuse me, penalties. Carson Susie. He was really a champ about it when he was asked about it. And so I feel bad harping on it. But at the same time, I feel bad when I see him take penalties at an inopportune moment. Um, so going to keep an eye on that. So we'll see what happens by the time we chime in on playback in the second period after the first intermission. There we go. Um, ho hopefully there are no technical difficulties. Well, how That was kind of cool, though, to hear uh, Everett and Dave doing their radio show, but for the live TV broadcast. So, um, uh, you know, it's a new arena it's, or it's a different arena. So hopefully those issues will not be an issue. I said that there was a little video. Team Yanni, um, this is kind of a little series that the Seattle Kraken started where we're getting an inside look to Yanni Gord. It's well done. Now, we talked about this at the end of last season, but the Seattle Kraken have won awards, Emmys, for their content creation. And I'm hard-pressed to believe that this series, Team Yanni, or excuse me, Team Gord won't be up. We get to see him play in a league in Quebec City back home in the offseason. Um, so like a kind of like a beer league situation and a, a recreational league. His mom was at that game. I, 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 I know Yanni Gord's younger than me. His mother, she looked so vibrant and excited. She's still watching her son play recreational hockey. She speaks French. Um, so everything was in French. And you hear Yanni kind of talk about, oh, I feel bad for my mom. She's got to do this interview. Um, so that, it was fun. There are some subtitles. So just be ready for that or captions. It's really great. Uh, and you get to see what Yanni likes to do to just unwind when he's not playing hockey. Uh, he obviously loves to play hockey when he's not with Seattle. Um, and it, it's just great. So make sure you check that out. It's Team Gord, Yanni and his wife and his daughter um, in their home talking about their purview of his career. And it was really special. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. So well done to the Seattle Kraken content team. That's our show for today. We've got a game day. Hold fast. Stay true. Be kind to yourself and to one another. And let's go Kraken. I will see you on playback. And if not, I'll catch you tomorrow.